0: Hi, Dad. Hello. Hello. Uh, It's May 15th, 2019, and I would love to hear about um, your thoughts on owning your own future. Well, thanks, Abra. uh, I own my own future right now because I've got uh, this uh, terminal disease called uh, COPD, stage four, and congestive heart failure, so I... I'm on the edge of, uh, uh, of uh, the edge of my future. So my future is pretty short. However, when you're uh, the place I'm at in life, and you're looking at uh, death, and you're looking at a grave, and you're looking at you know the end of the road, you want to pass on to as many people who are interested. Who is interested? That value of themselves. relationship to their to their life now there's two choices that people make in their life at least this is my opinion and one of them is to be the master or the slave now I I use that because I've always wanted to be the master of my own destiny and throughout life I've avoided uh, working for other people I've uh I've always had been my own boss, uh, created my own value. I was fortunate enough to make over $300,000 a year in the 80s, 1980s, through that philosophy of of being able to create my own value. And um, I don't know where that came from, except I I did learn early that no one was going to, uh, to take care of me, and that the word job... Meant that I was going to enslave myself to another person who was going to pay me what they thought I was worth, instead of paying me my real value, which is what I'm able to produce. Give you a quick example. Uh, say you go into an uh, interview for a job, and uh, the job is, uh, say, forty or fifty thousand dollars a year for that job, and uh, you're interviewing and you're thinking, wow. You know, I'm going to show them I'm worth forty or 50000 The practicality of a job is the person who is looking at you to recruit you uh, totally understands that it costs twice as much to have you working there uh, than you're being paid in salary. And that, that co- those costs come beside your salary, is your vacation pay, insurance, the space you're taking, the training, the expenses. You can rattle them all off. But fundamentally, if you're interviewing for a $25,000 job, it costs the employer 50000 So he or she is looking at you for showing enough value to double what that salary is. Now, the key to a good employee is a good employee in a, in a business that's going to be hired will earn more than double to the company, what he costs or she costs. For example, if you're looking at a thirty-five dollars or $40,000 a year job, and you, you've got to produce at least $70,000 worth of value plus the profit. Now, what's the profit? You've got to, you've got to actually earn above that. So when you look at it, if you were going into, to say, what is my value for interviewing for a $25,000 job? You're looking at nearly seventy-five thousand dollars in the employer's eyes. So here's the idea. The idea is if I work for this person, I become their slave. In other words, I'm 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 enslaved to the idea that I have to have that person pay me less than I'm worth by at least two to two and a half times my salary. So in in, in in real economic theory it means what if I chose in my life not to work for someone but to be my own boss to own my own business to be the person who hires other people now this is a this is a a really good way of thinking of it if you started out when you say you're in high school or you're in even in grade school or you're just starting college, you started out asking yourself, what kind of business would I like to own? And you wrote down on a piece of paper uh, a list of different businesses you'd like to own or you would like to start. Maybe you want to create something that's not ever been done before. And you start writing down all of the things about that business and basically you come up with the name of the business. You, you, you build like a Lego. You build an architecture of that business. Here's, here's your business and you, you put it in a book, each page in a book. Here's how this business works. Here, here's this. And then when you do work for someone, you watch how they do it. You see how they do it and you apply those principles to your business that you're creating in your book. So after a while, after so many uh, weeks, months, years, you have created your own business. And you understand the economics of it, you understand the marketing of it, you understand the administration of it in your head. Now, could you go out and start a business like that? Certainly you could. And if your dream is to be your own boss and to be paid what you're worth, the only way that will ever happen is if you are your own boss. And if you are being paid what you're worth by creating value for other people. So as a parent, you might ask your children, and they're real young, hey, what kind of business would you like to own? What kind of thing would you like to do? And get them started in thinking in those terms. There's a key element to a successful business. And that is that it's driven by the heart. If you look at the most successful business people, they usually come up from nothing. They're not necessarily Harvard graduates. They're not necessarily uh, from the Wharton School of Business. But they, they oftentimes, and many of them, come up from the, from the grid and in the, in the, in the, the, the earth. And they have dreamt their business and created a business. Now, you don't have to have a business in your mind as much as you want the principle of the business my own boss. And you start looking around, and you, you start reading about it, and pretty soon you'll be able to develop your own business in your mind, in your heart, in your soul, and create that book. And that book will become the image of your own independence. You will become no longer a slave to others, but you'll become, what's most important, the manager of your future. You will own your future.